Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to episode 123 of the Women's Running Podcast. I am your host, Esther Newman, and she is your other host, Holly Taylor. We start today with Bake Off, which might seem a little bit like old hat, but we're talking about new things, I promise. Then, obviously, we move on to favourite TV comedies before eventually settling on Christmas, because, like it or not, it's Christmas, and there is no rest for the wicked, or the runners. While we loosely chat about the running we've been doing, which adds up to very little indeed because of various injuries and tattoos for some reason, we are giddy with excitement about the main event, which is our great big Christmas quiz. We've drawn up a set of Mr and Mrs questions for each other and get this, some of them include actual references to running. To be clear, neither of us are drinking in this episode, even though it sounds like we have been. A quick reminder here that we're going to be at the National Running Show in Birmingham at the end of January. Do please come. It would be lovely to see a friendly face or two. We're on stand P20 right in front of the Inspiration Stage, on which I'll be chairing some menopausal chat at 11.30 on the Saturday. I mean advice-driven menopausal chat rather than just general chat from menopausal women. So that just leaves me to say, have a very happy Christmas. Enjoy all the fun and festivities that it brings, and we shall see you on the other side. You can win a pair of Brooks Ghost 14 GTX worth £140 by entering our podcast-only competition. These are the waterproof winter version of their brilliant ghost shoes with special Gore-Tex technology giving loads of cushioning and happiness whatever the weather. You lovely lot can win a pair by going to womensrunning.co.uk forward slash podcast competition and answering a super simple question. Good luck. Do join us on Patreon because we've got a couple of new benefits when you subscribe and that's from just £2 a month. There are weekly newsletters, bonus episodes, 
and you can listen ad-free too. Just go to patreon.co.uk forward slash women's running to find out more. So I, I'm just moving away from the chocolate mini roll chat, but you know, we can, mm. we can return and everything. But I had, I had two really important things to talk about. No, three really important things to talk about. Oh, because I, okay. I think we should, we should preamble the fact that today is our Jingle Bells episode. And so we have some festive fun coming up. Um, we do. In the, shape of, in the shape of sort of quizzes and, and fun time stuff. Um, yeah. But. I had something that I wanted to talk to you about that was very important that has been mentioned uh, on Patreon uh, by one of our patrons. Okay. Um, And that is, how are you feeling about the fact that Matt Lucas has left Bake Off? (gasps) Oh my gosh, that is such an important Mm. question that we've not even discussed. (laughs) I know, I know. I feel really quite upset about it. Doug feels quite elated. Ah, <gasps> no. I would imagine you, you, we. Am I right in thinking that you weren't loving some of the Matt and Noel content towards the beginning of the season, but that you really warmed up to it? Or am I making that up? Did you love them all of last season? Um, I probably yeah. I I I have a kind of um love hate relationship with both of them, but it does earn more towards love. So I do absolutely yeah. adore adore the two of them completely and and I remember when Matt came on as a replacement when um Sandy Toxvic went and I was like yeah oh I'm not sure I'm not sure I'm not sure but their their friendship is is really warm and lovely and so and I re- and as a kind of person I kind of really take to him and he seems to be he seems to be kind of really he seems to be better at the off-the-cuff stuff with the bakers than Noel, I think. I really think so. I just feel like I am I feel he makes me laugh a huge amount, probably more than yes. Noel. Yes. And I I love Noel, and I think he's a really interesting kooky choice for Bake Off, that mm. he brings a bit of eccentricity to it that reminds mm. you that you are watching a competition programme about will these people's meringues rise, which is is hilarious and ridiculous and so I think Mm. he adds an element of remembering the slight absurdity of what you're watching Mm. I think Matt Lucas is I think he does add that sort of more like Noel is actually surprisingly lovely with all of them but I think Matt is the one who's really warm and silly and funny with the contestants and I'm definitely going to miss that I feel as though I really hope that there isn't some sort of internalized misogyny here, but I felt as though when it was Sandy, mm. we were missing the bants a little bit that I feel like Matt Lucas has brought. Yes, agreed, agreed. Now, importantly, not that women heard... can't be funny because all my no. favorite people yeah, who are Sandy funny Toxic's are women, brilliant. but. But yeah, it, and I she's think it great. Was just the, the but I feel them, Matt Lucas it? was a sillier, funnier. He's brought a lighter yeah. energy that I've enjoyed. Maybe they just I'm have to be really sad when you get to them. Yeah, me too. So, so um, have you heard the rumours of the people that are going to replace? No. Would you like to tell me them live on air? Well, I don't know. Have all I only have only one rumour. But how amazing would this be? Which is Matt Berry. Oh my god. <gasps> Oh my god! If it was Matt Berry, I would lose it. 
<laughs> no, oh my god if it's matt berry then i oh. will do a naked lap of uh my <laughs> local park you heard it here first <gasps> oh my could you imagine that voiceover the chocolate tones of matt berry oh, oh my god welcome to the great british bake off <laughs> that would be what it would be like <laughs> oh i'd love it there were a couple of other names in the mix so i've just completely forgotten but that was the one that obviously oh sort of zinged at me. Matt Berry. but he's <laughs> so busy being incredibly famous now um filming oh, no. uh what we do in the shadows isn't he because oh, no. i think because that is even though most of the actors are not american i think mm. because that's filmed and produced in the u.s and presumably that's where he now spends quite a lot of his time. I'm scared that we're losing the gem that is Matt Berry to oh. people with more money, realising how brilliant he is and wanting to capitalise on him and him yeah. being taken away from little British oh. silly culture. I just want him forever in perfect. our silly little programs. Yes, he'd be so perfect. Oh, I so would, perfect. I but... would die if it was Matt Berry. I, I, honestly, that is, the, <laughs> that is, even if that's not true, that's the best rumour I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> have, have you been, have you watched much more What We Do in the Shadows and have you enjoyed the way he goes bat when he turns into <laughs> turns a bat? Turns into a bat. <laughs> yes. That I yeah. think is probably the best thing I've watched two episodes so far yeah. um so we're not quite in it yet we haven't quite yeah like we're it not takes like a little while to get it get to know the characters mm. and get into it doesn't it yeah we haven't i'm not as invested as i absolutely am in ghosts which has got a christmas special oh and there's another christmas special did you ever do detectorists tell me more about it because i don't oh, there, think there's a so huge but huge gap Oh, if you've not watched this, Holly, I am so jealous because you have... Oh my God, really? Okay, that's best. how I feel about what we do in the shadows. You. Okay. No, no, no. This this is the best thing I've ever seen, I think, on telly. And in fact, I read something earlier, um, I think it was the day before yesterday, and there was some kind of roundup um, on some, like either BBC or something like this, about like they're the best comedy programmes of all time. And the only one that made the list that wasn't made before 2010 was Detectorist. So all the rest of them are like, you know, like, you know, just the usual kind of, you know, 40 Towers kind of stuff. But oh. Detectorist is absolutely brilliant. It's written by and starring Mackenzie Crook, you know, kind of oh, Pirates of the Caribbean and yeah, yeah. Um, him and Toby yeah, Jones. Who, I remember who, him from being in an episode of Skins where he, remember that yeah. like Bristol based program when we were younger yeah. and he played one of the baddies and I remember the way he was introduced as a baddie was drinking a whole Bombay bad boy pot noodle directly <laughs> immediately from the kettle boiling oh, oh <laughs> and that's God. how I'll always see him in my mind's eye now <laughs> right well I see him as just the most lovely bloke because he's in in this thing and he's written this thing so he wrote this specifically for himself and for Toby Jones who's the other main character in it and um and apparently you have to quietly be looking up Toby Jones look up while Toby you're Jones. talking about this Toby Jones looks a little bit like a kind of um charming <gasps> sort of yes bulldog. you know him yeah yeah, yeah. he's absolutely yes wonderful. he looks like a goblin of but a lovely one 
Oh that, my God, he's been in did two, I, did two I of probably. Things there? No, it's good. He's been, I think he's been in two of my most favorite things. And one of them is Detectorists. And the other one was Don't Blame the Driver, which was only one series and it should have been two. But anyway, he's amazing. And and it is the best I've comedy. I've seen an advert for this. You have, have to watch it. I'm looking at it. Okay, I you will have watch to watch it. it. I will watch it. It, it looks amazing. So good. Also, you will fall in love with the theme tune because we had that on repeat as well, which is amazing. And and it, oh, I'm excited. Everything, everything about it. It is the most perfect TV I have ever seen. It's so yay. Good. Okay, so that, good. I, I, I'm buzzing about that because I really need a new. Yay. Looking at it, it looks like it's a little bit maybe like this country or like um. Is it, is it like, like that? that? It's better than that. It's better than that because it doesn't, it's, it's the writing is, the writing is the thing that just makes it the best thing ever. It's just the best thing ever. Okay. It's so funny, but in a really charming, super, super charming kind of way. And, um, and their friendship is just brilliant. And oh, it's just wonderful. Oh, I'm excited. From the opening scene onwards. It's, it's not one of those, oh, wait for five episodes and you'll get into it. It's just brilliant. Immediately brilliant. So I, yeah, okay. we just we we raced through them when we saw it, and then we were gutted when it finished. I'd happily watch it again. I, I need to stop talking about. We need. It's amazing. No, don't stop talking about <laughs> it. Well, maybe we should move on now. But maybe I, we should. I don't. Yeah. Don't on my account. Um, I we am should. definitely going to watch it. We uh, we definitely need a new thing because we've just finished mm. uh, what we do in the shadows, season four. Ah. Oh, okay. we've been rattling through it so so quickly, and we really needed something like that. Those sort of like twenty minute, half an hour, uh, yeah. quick kind of dry comedy series, very BBC, but in a slight, slight sort of maybe BBC two, or BBC three. Yes, very BBC type. two, very BBC two. Yeah, very yes. BBC two. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I what I need in my life. That's what brings <laughs> yeah. me and Doug together because there's not a huge amount of telly that we enjoy together. But that's Likewise. always a, a good Likewise. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Holly, shall we talk I'm about making, running? Yes, yes. Let's. Sorry, I was just about <laughs> to talk about more telly. Let's talk about Stop bloody running. About Let's talk about bloody running. Yeah. Tell me about your running. What's going on? Well, my running has taken a short break and is going to have to recommence tomorrow because I had to stop running for a week. I hadn't thought about that at all. But you can't run. Well, you can, but you're advised not to run and particularly with where my tattoo was because I got a tattoo last Wednesday. She did. She got another tattoo. I got another tat. I'm just becoming a, a tatted thug. (laughs) <laughs> um but that was a poor very poor planning on my behalf so I'd literally been like I'd officially started my training plan for like two days and I'd done yeah. 20 minutes of strength training and 20 minutes of running and then I <laughs> I got the tattoo and I went oh so remind me again how long is it that you have to not do exercise I thought it was like 24 hours or something and she was like probably a good week and I was like fuck why did I do that <laughs> so back to it tomorrow <laughs> how is your tattoo is it all healed up now it's getting there now it's at the stage where it's uh it's sort of like it's all a bit disconcerting but you know and it's doing peely peelies i'm aware of this yeah 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 of the so peely peelies yeah yeah so yeah. it's it's um it's just gone through the itchy af stage so that's mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. I'm, I'm relieved that it's feeling a bit more normal now 
and yeah it's it's all happening quite quickly I think because all the only tattoos I've ever got are, are quite thin fine line ones they do heal remarkably quickly yeah. I've honestly yeah, I've and- had I've I've had a scab that is taking longer to from accidentally punching the cash register in Sainsbury's last week <laughs> I didn't tell you about that I was in a faff and a flap because I was doing my big shop and also the energy performance certificate man happened to have arrived at our house as I was trying to pay for the big Sainsbury shop so Mm. um I was trying to grab everything really quickly and I accidentally punched the cash sort of cash register thing uh like the back of it as I was Mm. trying to grab all my things off the um you know the sort of delivery platform that they after they've scanned it that they push it down into for you to bag it so yeah, yeah I've genuinely got it I'm showing you can you see <laughs> I can't really it's too fuzzy I've, I've got a finger scab that is literally taking longer to heal than my bloody tattoo so um, <laughs> yeah but but tattoo is nearly there and I'm, a, I'm officially allowed Good. to do exercise again tomorrow so um, I'll probably do some bike stuff because I've still got the what bike on loan which is honestly the biggest saviour of life at the moment considering it's oh minus one God. degrees I wish I had that in my house oh yeah. it's incredible so I'll probably bike tomorrow just mm-hmm. be- while I'm still in the slight peely stage just because of where the tattoo is it's on my inner arm so I'm I'm a bit cautious about chafing so I'll probably bike so that I can hold my arms out in front of me and not risk chafing um yeah. and then I'll probably and then I've got half an hour to do um running wise um so I'll probably do it on the weekend and then I think I've got one other thing uh which I think might be some like flexibility work actually so I think it's like 20 minutes of yoga or something Ooh. I love my training plan <clears throat> so it's a, it's such a kind of like cozy training plan it's well yeah. so far we'll see so far. we'll see yeah. it could it will probably start to go go a little bit horrendous I'm sure at the time of listening that's when it's going to be starting to get a little bit more horrendous for me but um yeah oh yeah it just says it just says cross train um so okay. I could use I could use the excuse of that being my bike yeah yeah, bit. yeah. for sure um but yeah, because I'm going by timing, it's really nice because it's not like I have to, it's not like I've got in the back of my mind, oh, I have to achieve this certain thing. I literally just know mm. that I need to do 20 minutes on the bike or 20 minutes of, I don't know, strength work, 20 minutes of running. And it's really nice to just focus on the timing and not put pressure on myself to complete a yeah. certain amount of mileage or, um, I don't know, get a certain amount of whatever it is on Strava yeah that's nice cool yeah okay <clears throat> so tell yeah, me about yours right. so my, mine's a bit dull well, it's just moseying along but I'm really excited by my training <clears throat> plan basically am I uh, because it feels much more manageable and it mm-hmm. feels like nice and cozy and I think Esther's put it in the show notes for the last like two episodes so if you are running Paris with us or if you want to run a half marathon next year but you like me are somebody that is not particularly aiming for a time isn't massively Mm. speedy just really really wants the achievement of being able to do a half marathon I could not recommend a better training plan because everything is explained in layman's terms and is nice and simple and you can easily see how you can fit it into your week rather than seeing seven miles and just thinking fucking hell how am I going to squeeze that into my weekend it tells exactly. you exactly how long you need to run for so that you you can squeeze it in. Easy peas. Yeah. 
Tell me about you. Um, well, um, so yeah, I really need to get my ass in gear. So I, cause so I buggered up my back last Tuesday, um, by doing a deep squat and it went wrong. Um, so yes, that's when of I course. had post ping, this is post ping chat. I haven't even asked you about your yeah. ping. <clears throat> so I think what happened, so I've got a bit of a lower disc issue, legacy issue. And I think basically what's happened is that the, the disc has bulged and it sort of attacked a nerve and anyway so um it meant that for at least three days it was almost too painful to walk definitely no running Mm. um then it started easing off slightly over over the weekend but then it snowed so um today for instance so so this is now two days two uh, it's not two anything it's one week since i did it and today mm-hmm. was the first day that I felt able to walk the kids to school. I've been making Dave do it because I'm so scared of slipping on the ice. Um, and oh. I mean, falling, falling over anyway, per se, but, but falling mm-hmm. over and, and landing and hurting my back and, and kind of increasing the damage there. Yeah. Um, but today I felt loads better. Um, so yesterday I went for my first run in a week Um and it felt really, really weird because obviously because of the snow and the ice and stuff, and I live on the side of a hill, so actually I couldn't I couldn't begin running where I would normally run, like from my front door, um, because that's just not yeah. going to work. It's just, it's absolutely treacherous. So I, I know it sounds really weird, but I drove um, down to a park bath, which is kind of in the valley, so like, you know, where, where it's not on the hill. So I, I, I drove just for five minutes just so that I could actually get out of the car and my trainers. And then I found, um, I went to Kensington, Kensington Meadows, if anyone knows it, and I basically just ran around it. Yeah, so I ran nice. around it like like three times. I ended up doing sort of just under three miles. Um, and uh, and it was absolutely fine because I was going incredibly slowly. But there's, there's n- I, I don't know anywhere else to run. That's my issue now. So I, I, I'm going to do a bit of strength training at lunchtime today. And I want to go running tomorrow. And I'll probably, again, I'll drive to it. But I can't, I, I know from a friend um, that even the towpath is treacherous. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where to go to go for I know that's so, what I'm struggling with a little bit too. I'm nervous about running towards the that's why I think tomorrow I'm going to bike um because yeah. we are currently if you live in the UK with us then I'm sure this would have been a couple of weeks ago and you know exactly the week we we're talking about um if you don't then like the high today is 1 degree. It is mm. so freaking cold it's absolutely freezing at the moment and I agree with you I've just been really nervous about the idea of of going out um and just about like lungs and stuff like I don't think it's bad for you in fact I think it's probably quite good for you to um practice uh like your breathing in freezing cold but it certainly doesn't feel great when you're having to actually do it no and I I think also I think for for those of us with asthma I think it can exacerbate some asthmatic symptoms oh, really? I know so it's that, not good yeah. for everybody mm. not not necessarily I know that um yeah I know from speaking to other runners that the cold can bring on asthmatic symptoms so it can it can be just a, a shit time of year all around and actually when I mentioned that I'd done my back in to another fellow runner they said oh yeah yeah me too it's the season for it 
and and it's kind of like oh really there's a season for back injury but but when you but sort I reckon of think because about you're it stepping with tiny little careful feet yeah it's you're tensing yourself up um and because yeah. you're cold you're also your posture your posture becomes pretty shit if even if it wasn't that great to begin with because you're curling up into yourself aren't you and then yeah you, you, the, the kind of the way in which you walk is also tense every every the way you move is with such sort of fragility and stuff isn't it so um it, I guess it's yeah no no cocking surprise there but anyway my running has started if I don't get to go out tomorrow I'm going to go to a spin class um and I can't do I can't see myself doing yoga unfortunately that's my one I'd love to do that that's tomorrow I would normally do that but I can't do a downward dog mm. that's you know that that kind of moving oh bless you that yeah movement is is very very bad because it's the the disc sort of bulge out bulges outwards so like doing a cobra move is good but a downward dog is bad so yeah um yeah no so I can't I can't do that so I just need to find some other things to do until the weekend when I've looked at the app over and over and over again and there is definitely rain and higher temperatures <laughs> by Sunday so fingers crossed for that yeah uh, sort of a slightly longer run but by that stage I won't have run for like the longest time I mean like to have a week with no running for me was like the longest I know that's I've a lot for you isn't it in in at, at least more than a year so um oh, it does feel you. but really, really you gotta do what you gotta do you yeah. know big yeah. frustration but you're doing all the right things I hope so I am really worried about marathon training um because I haven't started it and I don't really know I don't know where I am fitness I've, I've kind of lost all kind of confidence in myself with a week off running even though the week before all this happened I'd I think it was just that weekend before I did my back in that I did a half marathon. Exactly. But, 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 and you really don't lose your fitness just... that quickly. Imagine tapering. That's what I have been trying to imagine with um the dis- like the difference between when I finished my half marathon and when I was like starting my training plan again. That yeah. I was like, well, I guess to some people like that would be like a taper period or whatever, like a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's funny you should say that because on Garmin Connect, it said something like, um, I, and I never had this, I didn't have this ahead of running the marathon. It said that mm. I was in like prime training and I was ready yeah. for action. All this sort of thing is like ready to beat Elliot really? Kipchoge's record right now. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> for sure. oh yeah so well it feels a bit weird but mm, okay it'll be all right a nice thing to think is that when this podcast comes out Mm. we will already be deeper into these plans we'll hopefully be back in the swing of things and we'll be feeling a lot better about it all when everybody's listening to this so smug smug we're doing amazingly (laughs) (laughs) i hope so um right so, should we get on to our festive chats? Yeah. I've got a little game for you. Can I start with this? Yes. I'm really excited about this. So, this was this idea birthed itself when we were on the train on the way back from our 5K the other day. Because Good. we were talking about some Christmas stuff. And I noticed that you had some quite strong opinions about some <laughs> Christmas things, some traditions. <laughs> and so, yeah. I want to put various traditions to you. And then okay. I want you to either ho 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 them or yes. bar humbug them. 
I love that. Can we have quiz music? Yeah, we need like a sort of a ho 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 or a bar humbug noise, don't we? Oh, I don't know if I've got that. I can do our normal quiz music, just to intro us. Okay. Yes, go on. Oh, it's not that one, is it? What is it then? Is it that one? People get really angry when we do the quiz noises. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're iconic, personally. Okay, quiz time, quiz time. Okay. So I've got to say, what well, have I got to say? Bells in the background. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you've either got what to say ho, ho, ho to that, yeah. or you've yeah. got to say bar humbug to that. Gotcha, gotcha. And you right, can give I'm ready. me some context as to why you, why you festively love or festively loathe this tradition. Marvellous. Oh, bring it on. Okay, and I've got a quiz for okay. you after this. Okay. Go, go, go. Oh, nice. <gasps> okay. I'm also going to caveat with this that obviously you do whatever you want to do with your own bloody traditions. And don't think that this is us saying that these are crap traditions. I just am interested in which Esther thinks are crap because I will find it funny. Okay. Let's uh, go. So the first one I'm going to put yes. to you here is caroling. Going around people's houses and knocking on the door and then going... In the bleak midwinter. <laughs> Tell me. <gasps> do I have to do it or do I have to listen? Uh, both. Just the act. The act of caroling. The act of caroling. I'm going to... What were the two things I could say? <laughs> you can say ho, ho, ho if you love it. Yeah. Or you can say bar humbug if you don't. I'm going to have to say ho, ho, humbug for that one. Because oh, is it a ho ho humbug? So early it, in the game, yeah. it's a ho ho humbug. Because I love the concept of it, but it's been so close since um, Halloween that the idea mm. of groups of of kids just thronging around my door asking for—I don't know—do they do that? Do they ask for money or something? It feels a bit sometimes. Ugh. Um, but that said. I have my Swedish neighbour, you know, the one that makes the bunker kaka. She and the bunker kaka, the bunker kaka neighbour. Yeah. Um, She and her Swedish friends um, are often known to do some Swedish caroling. um, And it is the best thing in the world. It's incredibly festive. It's very, very beautiful. Ah. Um, So, so in that, so going from door to door, no. Going to watch some carols being sung, sung actually makes me cry. It's so lovely and festive. So yeah, I bet yeah, you okay. love it. I completely agree with you. I think I think I'm I'm in I'm in agreement with you there. I love a carol service, mm. um, but I think actually going round to people's houses is is too much for me personally. Too much. Too I don't much. want to impose with my carols. Mm. Yeah. Right. I kind of know the answer to this one, but go. Oh. Elf on the Shelf. Oh, bar humbug. That can fuck right off. Absolutely no way. No. Yeah. No. Tell me why. Tell me all about it. Number one, it's American. Go away. We are British and we're not going to be doing your things. But actually, no stuff that I don't mind that much American stuff because obviously, you know, things. But what I hate about it is it's basically asking parents to do more stuff before Christmas. I have so much to do and I'm not going to add I know. this as it's a tradition. It's unbelievable. When I see it's, online it's the amount that, that people are expected to do making sort of tiny elf footprints in 
in no. flower or whatever at 11 oh, p.m no 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 i've got i mean i know that no thank you my my experience is not going to be the same as everyone's but we're, we're all in it together there is i mean there is so much to do there's so much to think about there's so much cooking and cleaning and preparing and buying and wrapping and all of that stuff and then on top of which I've got at least four birthdays in December that I also have to deal with and the idea of every night preparing something hilarious for the elves to have done rather than like you know going to bed is just bonkers so no be gone don't like it uh, I'm going to add to that, even though this is your quiz and I want to hear your opinions. I, no, I do it. want to add to yours that I think it's a bit weird and creepy. The idea, I'm not above uh, bribing children at all, but I think having to suggest to them that there's a creepy elf watching them in order to try and get them to behave yeah. sits weirdly with me. I don't want I... an elf having more control over over my own children than I no. do. I don't have children, but you know. No. Ugh. yes right yeah don't like it don't like hate it. it okay uh next tra- christmas tradition yes leaving a treat out for father christmas so in my family i know that's that differs from different families in my family that's a mince pie a glass mm-hmm. of sherry and a carrot for rudolph <gasps> ho 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 love it yeah me absolutely. too <laughs> i really like doing this what the thing is is that um, but there, there is conflict in our house about this because, um, as far as I'm concerned, like, and this, this happened in my house when I was growing up, um, mm-hmm. that a glass of something would be mostly left out for Mother Christmas, and this was ah. because Mother Christmas had done all the bloody work, right? So the idea <laughs> would be that you know a mince pie and a glass of prosecco or something. Well, it wouldn't have been prosecco back then, but a glass of wine or something. Um, that would be left out. So I love this because yes, I have been doing all the work. I've been preparing for Christmas since like, you know, 1978. So mm-hmm. like it should that at whatever glass that of booze that that should definitely be for me. But Dave has co-opted this and he's like saying, No, 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 I want a glass of and so he suggests um one of his favorite tipples, which would be something like slow gin or sherry. Mm-hmm. And he's like, right, yeah, a glass of that. And then he drinks it and it's like You've done nothing. You've done a random last minute shop at Marks and Spencer's on your way back from work. And that's it. You've done nothing. <laughs> and you're wrapping presents on Christmas Eve like a child. And I'm like, I've done everything. I have worked so hard. That mince pie and that glass of booze should be mine. I but agree, actually. I, I fully back you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Dave. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I do do the carrot. 
And I also put down a little bit of flour by the log burner. And oh, you do to make footprints. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, I can't wait to have children to do that with. I, I have actually got, um, we, we're doing two Christmases this year. So we're doing Christmas with my family and then Christmas with Doug's family. Nice. Um, and at the Evans family Christmas, there will be our small niece oh so i'm very she's nearly two so she's peak age to start to get on board with christmas excitement oh lovely it's so lush so exciting so i'm really looking forward to to all of that i love that i I love that the only thing the the only bar humbug i'm going to give to the leaving a treat out for father christmas Mm. is is not a full it's a soft bar humbug (laughs) um at the fact that uh, it's a, it's generally a ho ho ho, but mm-hmm. a soft bar humbug for the fact that last year, um, I so I'll be twenty seven this Christmas, and my <gasps> sister will it will be eighteen, mm-hmm. and we're still very much expected to leave a treat out for Father Christmas. Otherwise, Father Christmas gets very upset to our faces. Oh. Which does take a little, a little of the magic away. <laughs> it does, rather, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, oh. So that's my only bar humbug. But shout gotcha. out to our our own, yeah, Mother Christmas because yeah. I know she has also worked very hard, and she gets upset when we haven't left her a <laughs> cherry. Um, okay, next thing: going and visiting Father Christmas in a garden centre or in John Lewis or that sort of a thing. Oh, mixed. It's going to be yeah. a ho-ho humbug, I think. Yeah. Um, we, we've we done this and it's been great, but we have also done this and it's been shit. Yeah. And we did, we, we've met a spectacularly realistic one, um, I think on a train, but then the other ones that are all a bit like, you know, there are some that just don't even bother putting a pillow up their fronts and, they, you know, really skinny Santas. Doesn't yeah. Work. Um, we did, we had one up at the school for the Christmas fair and, um, he was lovely. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm going to have to say like a 70, 70% ho, 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 but with a 30% can also be quite creepy. Yeah, I completely yeah. agree with you and can have the potential to actually ruin the magic of Father Christmas, Santa yes. Claus, because I, my first experience of one of those was one of them coming into school and I found it very, very confusing because mm. um, I was like, how is he or how is he in every primary school? I don't really understand mm. what, what's going on. He gave everybody presents, but they were like, you know, little things that are obviously cheap little presents that nobody had actually asked, asked for. So we for, were asking yeah. him for like an Xbox or whatever. But then he yeah. was giving you like a pencil. And I was a bit like, yeah. what? And yeah. he was called Santa, whereas it, which I know obviously is what lots of people call him, but in my household, he was always called Father Christmas. And I found that very confusing. And then somebody turned around and said, oh, that's, that's Lexi Flanagan's dad. Yes. And I was like, what? What? And, it was all, and yeah. that was actually the beginning of the undoing for me. This, uh, yeah, and I agree because this is exactly what's happening with Felix. Felix, who is treading a very fine line between believing and not believing. And mm. um, when we went to the Christmas fair last year, she got very, very excited about the fact that there was Santa's grotto um, yeah. and that she was going to be meeting Father Christmas and blah, blah, blah. So she she went along and she came out of that saying, that wasn't Father Christmas, that was Mr. Williams. And I was like, <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
<laughs> so of course there was me just going, well, backtracking hugely. Well, you, when, you don't get when to Mr. See Williams the and Father Christmas. Father Christmas love each other very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear oh dear uh, okay anyway. next one for you yes work secret santa oh bar humbug yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> oh no i think um yeah i mean adding another gift to my list which is massive mm-hmm. um, because of all the birthdays um is something that i don't want to do um if I was going to get a gift for someone, I'd prefer to have some kind of meaning. They, they, secret Santas tend to be wasteful, plastic shit, something yeah. kind of slightly lewd. In a cost so, of living crisis, that you're really limited to plastic shit. Yeah, I, I would prefer to give people that I actually love working with, and that might include you, I want festive hugs, <sighs> shared cups of caramel lattes and whatever and, and yeah me and too nice gossips and s- spending time that's what i'd want to do i don't that wanna... is so lovely to say we're actually doing that tomorrow aren't we yes, i'm we buzzing are. i'm actually really looking forward to it me really too tomorrow to esther and i and our lovely colleague and friend of the pod kate yes. are going for a work day and nobody can see the inverted commas that I'm doing. We will obviously do some work, but we also plan on drinking mocktails and salted caramel lattes and we do. talking and bitching about life. And yes. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's gonna be lush. It's gonna I be cannot so wait. Yeah. Okay. So. I love that response. That's 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 a lovely way to do it instead. Just say, let's go for a coffee instead. Yes. I'll spend five quid and a bloody coffee for you. Exactly. Um Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm making oh, myself God. laugh with the things that I've written down. Um, okay, so uh, we're, we're nearly there now. So, okay. Uh, those mini Christmas villages you can collect from garden centres that are like £80 for a small light up bakery. That's oh. what I've written. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I know exactly what you mean because I have been to the Cadbury Garden Centre and seen such a I thing. I saw them at the Cadbury Garden Centre <laughs> on the weekend and that's what I thought of them. <laughs> Who the fuck buys those? Who buys them? No, that's that's got bar humbug written all over it. I mean, no, that's bonkers. Where would you put it? I mean, what is it? I, I know. know. I'm going to no. bar humbug the cost and space. I'm going to ho, ho, ho the Christmas <laughs> magic that there is a little part of me that would... <laughs> kind of love to have a small village that that I brought out only at Christmas time in my small village room that I only that the rest of the year is disused and I set up a tiny Christmas village I don't know why but there's a little part of me that does have a little satisfying spot for them but agreed the cost was what really I couldn't believe how expensive it was for like two children ice skating around a magnetized <laughs> rink <Yeah>. it's mental <laughs> but my but, but my friend uh who i was visiting did actually buy a bakery and a, as a standalone Shit. as a standalone thing the bakery was on mm. offer um okay. <laughs> as a standalone thing in her house it did actually on her mantelpiece it looked really cozy but yeah as a full village I, mean, I have the utmost respect, but I also think it's fucking mental. It is mental. I mean, but then I would never be the sort of person to put lights on the outside of my house or have anything moving that anyone could see yeah. and appreciate. <laughs> yes. And like, 
there is a house up the road that we go past that has lights on the outside of it and the kids absolutely bloody love it so I and and Felix has sort of said oh why can't we have this at the other and I'm like oh yeah I'm trying to think, think of excuses that aren't rude or whatever yeah I, mean, I would never I would never do, I mean cost of living cost of living but, cost of living um, <laughs> at the same it's the idea of having something moving outside your house like people that have like kind of great big kind of father Christmases and full set of reindeer flying over their rooftops and stuff it's just yeah that should have actually been on the on the on the list I forgot about those (laughs) but yeah those I find that there's a colleague and I'm being very careful it's not a colleague that we work with anymore Uh um but an ex-colleague of ours I noticed on Instagram over Halloween Mm -hmm. spends what I can only imagine is upwards of 500 pounds it must be it must yeah. be on decking out her whole house with like a halloween decoration and there's like a giant spider that's the size of a window and there is like a full frankenstein who can go <laughs> rah, 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 at you and the lighting bill alone must be i mean insane yeah insane i can't insane. afford to do that this year because of no. putin so yeah yeah uh right <laughs> Simple as. Okay, <laughs> next one. Yes. School Christmas jumper day. I'm going to say ho, ho, ho. Oh, that's nice. I, I wasn't sure what you were going to say to that one. I didn't even I'm know a- it existed till the other day. Yep, I'm going to say ho, ho, ho. And the reason why I'd say that is because they're both looking forward to it this year. Uh, they have not looked forward to it in previous years, mainly because the jumpers that I've provided for them have been too scratchy or too small or too shit in some way. But mm-hmm. Ted has got one which is sort of game related in some weird way. And I am so thrilled with Felix's. I didn't actually have one for her and I got one from the Christmas fair for two quid and I'm <gasps> thrilled to bits. <laughs> so, oh, oh, that's so sweet. Yay. <laughs> yeah, so, I actually, I, I I love a Christmas jumper. Um, mm. I just I get a bit sad about the fact that you can't wear them for the rest of the year. I know. I, well, I like the fact that for a grown up, what you can do is instead embrace the fair aisle and oh, you can wear that beyond. Honestly, I would love one with all of my heart. I would love a proper one, like a proper big Scandi two hundred pound amazing one. Yeah, I'd with a huge, huge, thick roll neck that is incredibly yeah. itchy but also amazing. Yes, that. That's yes, I'd love that. Like a like a fisherman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a Norwegian fisherman. Like a Norwegian fisherman. Yes, I want that jumper. I want his jumper. <laughs> Me too. <Yeah. laughs> and I've always wanted a, a yellow plastic mac, like a Norwegian fisherman as well. Oh, those. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'd yeah. Like proper. One of those. Yeah. Yeah. And lovely. waders might as well. And completely. Just go look. For, but nothing yeah. else. Just but nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> and a beer. Okay, yep. so the next thing I'm going to give you uh, yes. is just one word: nutcrackers. I'm gonna ho ho ho. Are you? Uh, yes. I find them a I'm bit like, creepy. Do you, what kind of nutcrackers have you got? Oh, I'm talking <laughs> about. I'm not just talking about nutcrackers like what you use to open a Brazil nut. No, what are you talking about? I'm talking about those. Those blokes that are dressed up like the people who stand outside Buckingham Palace, and you can make their mouths move to to. Do you not know what the ones I mean? Do you you, you bet you mean that they mean things that have dressed up as the thing from the Nutcracker, as in the ballet? Yes. 
You mean that you don't actually mean nutcrackers? <laughs> no, I think in fact I was because they got a whole room of them at Cadbury Garden Centre, oh. and I, I, I was, so I was thinking they were on my mind, and mm. um, I was looking at one, and in fact you can't even crack nuts. It says don't actually use their mouths to crack nuts; they're only for decorative purposes. Oh, so I'm going to have to answer twice then because um, an actual nutcracker is an essential item at Christmas. Oh yeah, agreed apart, for a chestnut from- roasting. Exactly. Although um, recently Dave has realised that he is allergic, I think, to Brazil nuts that make his tongue feel fizzy. So oh no. <laughs> we don't have those. <laughs> and actually, when it comes to nuts, my absolute, my, my preference is um, a roasted salted peanut, which requires no cracking. Doesn't need cracking. Mm. Does not, does not need cracking. Um, but as an item in my cutlery drawer, I'm happy it's there for, for guests that want to crack their nuts. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. in terms of those kind of toy soldiery things with the mouth crackery, th- no, no. Yeah. They, they, they are firmly bar humbug. And, yeah, they and can suck it, creepy. can't they? Yes, They're they horrible. <laughs> They're not nice. <laughs> not nice things at all. <laughs> okay. Apologies to anyone who's got them, but that I find them scary. I wouldn't be able to sleep, which is kind of weirdly part of Christmas, isn't it? There's always something that as a child, your nan rolled out and at Christmas time and it gave you nightmares. Yep. Yep. For sure. So maybe for some people, that's what it is. Okay. (laughs) Final one I'm going to give you. Hit me. Matching Christmas pajamas for the whole family. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, I'm going to have to ho, ho, ho it. Me too. (laughs) I reluctantly ho, ho, ho. It's a bit American and it's a bit cheesy. Sorry. Also, I know we have lots of lovely American listeners. When I say that, I mean just in a sense that my mum wouldn't allow it because she would argue, (laughs) no, we're British and we must have horrible pain and suffering at Christmas time. (laughs) It's a bit nice is what I mean. Um, But um, it's it's just, I think it's it's really sweet and it makes me feel jolly. Yeah, I think, do you know what? For me, it's one of those things where if I think of other families doing it, it feels unbelievably crass and naff. Yeah, a bit kitsch. Yes, but Mm. if it was me, Dave and the kids doing it, I'd bloody love it. So yeah, so it's going to have to ho-ho-ho it. Yeah, (laughs) though again, I'm going to add a caveat of in a cost of living crisis, it's most certainly not happening in the Taylor household this year. But it is a lovely concept. And we sort of do a bit of a mini, I've definitely spoken about this on the pod before, even Mm. as, you know, both my sister and I are adults. um, I think because we've got Doug this year, we're not doing how we would usually do. But usually my mum puts a puts a pair of Christmas pajamas in our New Year's Eve boxes and she gives us a little we have a little New Year's Eve box where we get a pair of pajamas, oh. um, stuff to make a hot chocolate and like oh. something on DVD. Oh it's really sweet. It's that really sounds sweet. Lush. But this year because we've got Doug, I think yeah. we're just I think it's three pairs of socks and a and a uh, Nintendo game. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. That's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I'm looking forward to that. Okay. That was your game of oh. uh, humbug versus ho ho. Thank and you. I'm ready for a quiz. And then I've just got some quiz questions for you, but we don't have to ask these quiz questions. They are, okay. they're, they're more, they're not quiz questions. They don't have a right or wrong answer. They were just mm-hmm. sort of like prompt questions that maybe you might write on your hand if you're going on a date with someone and you're worried it's going to be awkward. They were more like that. Gotcha. Yeah. But I think. I think. <laughs> Right, I'm going to do your quiz, okay? So okay. we're going to have more quiz music. You ready? <gasps> Bam! Oh, no, it's not started Bam! Yet. <laughs> oh, come on. Bam! Here. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. 
Okay. Um, stop, stop, stop. Right, okay. So mine is more of a trad quiz. Um, and I might have 10 questions or I might have nine. I can't remember. Oh, I'm buzzing. Um, okay, do play along at home. Okay, do play along. Yes, please do, please do. Some of them mm-hmm. are multiple choice. So, you know. Um, oh, and in fact, that's how we're going to start. So your first question, Holly okay. Taylor. Right. Um, speaking of actually all the things that we've been saying um, so far, what percentage of our podcast audience lives in the States? Oh, this... I didn't know that it was going to be a, a podcast themed. It's not. Some of them are and some of them aren't. It just okay. depended on what I kind of gathered together. So okay. this this one is podcast themed, obviously. Um, and it's multiple choice. So what percentage of our podcast audience lives in the States currently? Um, 3%, 13% or 33%? What do you reckon? I, I think I'm going to go for a diplomatic middle ground 13% answer. Yeah! Well, actually, that's the buzz in. It should be this, shouldn't it? Yeah! 13%! Oh. Um, that's loads, isn't it? That's loads. Yeah. And I really, really love every single one of them that we've interacted with. I feel like they're a really lovely, friendly bunch always. Indeed. I think so too. Love our Speak, audience, full speaking, stop, to be honest. So do I. Sorry, I sound um, like I've had a sherry. I haven't. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make you love them even more <gasps> with our next question. How many downloads have we had in Panama in total? We've in had Panama? downloads in a Panama. A man, a plan, a canal, Panama. Yeah. It's my favourite. Um, uh, what do you call those things? Mm, adverts. No, you know the ones that go backwards. Oh, um, it's a palindrome or something. Yes, palindrome. It's my favourite palindrome. A man, a plan, a canal, (laughs) Panama. Okay. Okay. Um, In Panama, how many downloads have we had in Panama? Yes, I'm not even multiple choicing it. So, it's it's kind of a. Okay, I'm going with. Yeah. Considering this is episode 124. Yes. I'm going with 124. I think we've got one loyal Panama listener. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, bollocks. You were very, very not close. Um, oh. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Good, right? I should have set my sights a little lower there. <laughs> so, question number three. Who is going to be on the January cover of Women's Running magazine. <gasps> oh, I think I know this. Mm-hmm. But I don't want... If I say this and it's not this person, can we bleep it out? Because I don't want to <laughs> make... Otherwise, it'd be really disappointing whoever it actually yeah. is if it's... Is it Ailish McColgan? <gasps> Yay! We Yay! don't have to bleep it out. No bleeping! Yay! Um, you... Well done. And and for sort of extra points, mm-hmm. can you name three other women's running cover stars? Yes, I can. I'm going to Go. try not to cheat actually because I've got my uh I've got my magazines in front of me here in my work station. Yes. Um okay, Helen Thorne of Scummy Mummies. Yes. Uh she was quite recent. Uh we've got Sharifa J who I oh, love yes. and follow on Instagram. Yes, we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, come on, someone else has got to come to me. Runner Beans, Charlie. 
Oh, we have, but before my time. But oh, yeah, really? She has, yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. I'll give yeah. you one since I'll give. Uh, let's forget that time when it wasn't us <laughs> doing women's running. That doesn't exist. Uh, let's go with Nell McAndrew. We have had Nell McAndrew. That is absolutely right. We had her. Was that last? Was that last year? It's last January. So. Yay! Yay! Um, right. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, here we are. This this was me being this was me being devious here. So question number four ish or five ish. Um, can you remember the year of the Olympic Games where nine women ran the eight hundred meters, and it was reported wrongly that many of them had collapsed? Oh, that we discussed in our plug 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 extra plug, plug, plug. podcast for patrons only. Yes. Um, 19, mm-hmm. 40. You can't see my face, can you? <laughs> no. <laughs> 19, 1928. 1928. 1928. I did go further down, though. I thought better yeah, of 1940 something. Um, Women were discovering the internet and things at that point, I think, surely. So, in 1940, <laughs> yes. Um, right. Okay. Cycling back. So, so, so this was. Okay. Um, we discussed this in our extra podcast, which is available for the Cheer Squad patrons who pay six pounds a month for the privilege of getting an extra podcast. Um, it was an iconic podcast. Iconic podcast, and we discuss in that, or we tell the story of uh, the nine women that ran the 800 metres in the 1928 Olympics in Amsterdam, um, where it was wrongly reported that 11 of them collapsed when there were only nine to begin with and none of them actually did. Um, so, um, yeah, so so that, that's a tiny plug for that little bit. So yes. now we have a Christmas quiz question that's all about me because I had to throw it in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but there is only one all about me. Okay, so, and it was clearly because I was just trying to create some space here. Because <laughs> this is, I don't know why I even wrote this. Was I drunk? Roughly, how many apples do I eat every day? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know what it was going to be. Um, but everything makes sense now. Um, three because really (laughs) I knew I was like that is going to be a spot on number because she's not going to want to shit herself but (laughs) she's not going to stop at one or two no it does depend if it's discovery apple season because then it might go up to five seven seven or eight (laughs) but but three currently yeah um right I don't think you do shit yourself if you eat too much fruit do you maybe you do I don't know I have to uh, we'll have to get Laura back on the pod (laughs) or I could just be the, the person that tries to eat too much yeah food. let us know yeah. Esther will report back in the next podcast episode yeah we'll do as to what happens when you eat too many festive too many. apples and cranberries yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay right so here we go because I was going quite random here with these questions mm-hmm. question number can't remember the number um when and where was the first ever park run so a vague Ooh. year, a vague year, and a vague place. Okay, mm-hmm. two thousand and one yeah. in Kensington. 
I don't want to give you a bad, but I'm going to give you a bad. Was that quite close? (laughs) But it was pretty close. Tell me. um, It was October 2004. So actually, I think that was pretty close. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's pretty close, isn't it? I'd give you a mince pie for that. Um, But it was Bushy Park. Bushy Park was the first park one. Oh, I did know that, I think, actually. Yeah. I didn't know the year, but I did know, I think I did know that location. I I was floating around the London Bushy Park somewhere. Um. So, and and bonus question for this one. Oh, what item do you need in order to run a park run? What's the one thing you need? A barcode. Yes. Oh, hey! Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's another question about me. Oh, random. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> what are the make of my Christmas running shoes? Brooks. Yes. Brooks what though? Oh, are they are they Brooks ghosts? No. Try again. Are they Brooks glycerins? No, try again. Are they Brooks? <laughs> Go on, you can do it. You can do it. Oh god. Slightly faster ones. Tempo, Hyperion Tempo. Oh, I wish they were. But they're Actually, levitate. Aren't they? They're like super speedy, aren't they? Brooks levitate. Not quite. Levitate, levitate. Oh, I was going to give you this anyway. Thank you. So well done, well done. Thank you, thank Um, you. So, and then I have, uh, oh yeah, oh, I love these questions. Okay, so penultimate question, right? Okay. And this is multiple choice. What is one of my New Year's resolutions? Okay, so here, here are three. Number one, to run a sub four marathon. Two, to run an ultra, or three, to wear shorts more when I run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I sounded like the little bully kid off The Simpsons then. <laughs> okay, well, I think I think knowing you, knowing me, mm-hmm. that that's got to be got to be two, an ultra marathon. Yes, it is. Absolutely. So you definitely, I keep on doing this too late, but Ta-da! Ta-da! sound the trumpets. I wear shorts more when I run. Anyway. Yeah, that um... was, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for you um, for including that for comedy purposes. <laughs> I think neither of us are ever, ever going to be putting that on our Christmas list. <laughs> and certainly not on a day like today where current no. temperature reading is one degree Celsius. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only, I think that's the only kind of upside to weather like this is that no one expects to see my knees. So uh, there is expectation in summer months when we're going through heat waves that knees might emerge. But, um, and, and people look at you askance if you're in a full length legging. But, but it's, not, it's not now. Yeah, now you're getting off Scott knee, if you will, <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> Oh, Holly, you should be in broadcasting. I know. Thank right. you. <laughs> <laughs> I tell my mom I am. Okay. Right. Okay. Final question. And it's a massive plug, but it's a final question. Ooh. Um, and it's multiple choice. What stand are we at at the National Running Show in January the 21st and 22nd? What stand are we at? And it's Oh, that choice. was such a good question for you to include. Okay. Uh, we have uh, it's A20 or mm. X20 or P20. A20. No. Bollocks. 
it's 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 P twenty, get your P twenties out. Are they are they P20. some kind of a form? Uh, did you fill oh. in a P twenty? Or oh, I might be at P sixties, maybe. Sixties, yeah. P twenty yeah. probably is, isn't it? But anyway, so P twenty, we are just in front of the inspiration stage, so we are really easy to find just by Brooks. Um, Fab. So that's where we're going to be on the January 21st and January 22nd. And bonus question. Oh. When am I speaking? And this is asking a lot of you, but it also, again, is a huge you know question. this because I care oh. about you and I support you. Oh. Uh, so much. When you... am I speaking and what's it about? <laughs> okay. I'm not exactly sure which stage you're speaking on. Is it the inspiration stage? It is inspiration stage, yeah. Oh, she Because she's an inspiration. Um <laughs> And you're speaking at 11 a.m. and you're going to be chatting about menopause. I am. I am with Susie Chan, Juliet McGratton, and Rennie McGregor. So, oh, lovely. They will. So, you definitely get a. Ta -da. Ta -da. And I will be watching, I probably, uh, definitely if our stand is right by the inspiration stage, but Esther exactly. and I will be there. Well. certainly on the Saturday I think probably on the Sunday as well right yeah yeah I hope we're going to be there for both days we've just been talking about it so yeah uh, so if yes. you're UK based then come and see us at the National Running Show in mm -hmm. January uh, in, Birmingham. in Birmingham and other than at that I'm afraid you're going to have to use Google because <laughs> I can't give you any more inf detailed information than that January Birmingham come and see NEC and I think it's at like I think it's at the hall it normally is, which means that when you get off the train, you still have to walk for two miles. It's not two miles, but you have to walk for such a long way through the NEC in order to get to the hall. So just keep that in mind. Don't come off the train and think to yourself, oh, I'll go and see that thing in five minutes. It, it'll never work. Get there early. Ah, okay. Um, okay. miles away. We are Bloody not this year doing a live pod like we were last time um, because, well, just uh, if I'm being completely honest, it's just because we we weren't hugely organised about it. However, <laughs> we are going to be there. We actually thought it would be better if we were just there to chat to you guys and meet you. So we'll be at the Women's Running Stand, P20. Yes, P20. And uh, come and chat to us whenever. Yes, exactly. We will we will be hanging around. And if we're not at there, I'm going to be in the queue at Flap Jackery. So yes, that's probably where Esther will be for most of the time. Um, for the sightings of me, that's that's where I'm going to be. Yeah, sure. And I've heard talk of a wheel yeah. of fortune. <laughs> yes, I have heard talk of that. <laughs> Who knows whether that will happen? But there are I all really sorts hope. of plans being concocted at the moment. We'll definitely have some kind of exciting things going on, um, and we will be there. So will you? And yeah. I'm going to stop <laughs> talking about it now because I've run out of things to say. <laughs> So I guess all that's left to say is Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <gasps> Enjoy your festive running. Yes, me I will. or everyone. Well, everyone, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, please, ev everyone enjoy. And we certainly will enjoy a bit of festive running. Look out for Esther in her Brooks <laughs> levitations. Levitations. What, what are, are they called? From? Levitate. Brooks Levitate. <laughs> uh, Christmas shoes. And uh, we'll all be running around having a lovely time. And we can't wait to see you in the new year. Unless we might 
speak to you before that. I'm not, I haven't got, I've got my dates in a muddle. <laughs> Let's make this the Christmas one. And yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Will we? Probably and not. And then will we know. have a Christmas perineum one? We are definitely getting a perineum one in the mix. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Hope you listened right to the end. Comment perineum if you did. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.go.uk with any questions or running stories as we'd love to include them in a future podcast. This podcast was recorded over Zencaster. The editor and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode. For just £2 a month, you can become one of our supporters on Patreon and you'll receive a special patron-only weekly newsletter from me and Holly, free access to our monthly live chats, and you can listen ad-free too. And if you join our cheer squad tier for just £6 a month, there are bonus podcasts to be had. Go to patreon.com forward slash women's running to find out more. Happy running. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.